Hello, this is Peter Joseph, and you're listening to V-Radio. Good evening, and welcome to this edition of V-Radio. This was kind of an impromptu show that was brought up by a request from a listener. Um, his name is Mathander. And uh, talking about the issues going on in Turkey, there's a big protest going on. There's Some of the mainstream media is actually covering it. Um, and they had, you know, basically were compelled. They wanted to come on and give their stories. So I gave them V-Radio as a platform to do it. So I'm going to ask each of them to introduce themselves individually. Um, some of them will be using assumed names. Um, and after that, we'll just kind of let the conversation flow. So, Ethander, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I said Ethander. <laughs> Go ahead. But I want to... Uh, Sam starts. Oh, Sam? Uh, she knows better. You got it, Sam. Go for it. Okay, this is Sam. Uh, I am working for the uh, for the TVPN TV linguistic team for Turkish group, and uh, well, we've been here and attending the riots for like two days, mm-hmm. and we are still exciting and happy. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you can still be happy, given some of the footage that I've seen. It's pretty brutal down there. Um, yes. So, uh, Jim, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, uh, I'm a computer engineer, so do you hear me? Yep, no? you sound good. Huh. Uh, I'm from the, I'm from Cyprus, uh, northern Cyprus, and uh, from Mito, as you know, uh, the state university of uh, Turkey in Ankara, but uh, it's a different campus in Cyprus. So we did um, a small. Uh, so my English is not <laughs> really nice, as I said. It's okay. You're doing your best. Zareth. Uh, thank you. Uh, Hello. Uh, small protest. <laughs> yes. Go ahead and introduce uh, yourself, Zareth. Okay. okay. Hello. Uh, my name is Gökay. I am from Istanbul, Turkey. But now I am studying in Ankara, uh, Spanish language, I'm not sure. Uh, and that's about it. I'm supporting to Ankara uh, Atheism Group. All right. Now, Mathander. By the way. Yes. All right. Now, Mathander, introduce yourself. Okay. Uh, I'm Mithander, and I'm a student in a university. I study economics, and uh, I'm trying to uh, think about all the things that uh, we see around the world, and especially around uh, my city and my country and uh, this morning not this morning, this week uh, a protest starts in a region uh, in a uh, city's a region uh, there, there was a park that named Gazi uh, and they try to destroy the park and they want to make a uh, by uh, they means uh, government they want to build some hotels or uh, shopping malls but big shopping malls uh, and destroying the trees and the green landing uh, and the you know uh, the park is by definition a free zone it's not a commercial zone uh, so, uh, in a, our government uh, doesn't want uh, free zones. So, uh, 
but people uh, uh, get against uh, this action uh, and police uh, attacking all day uh, the protest and there are people around are suffering uh, they say one or two people are dead already and it's it's five o'clock uh, five p.m. Uh, sorry sorry part five a.m. here and people uh, are marching uh, around the whole uh, nation around the whole Turkey and it's the introduction and I can give the word see uh, uh, Sam all right, Sam, did you want to talk about some of your experiences along with those of your friend who unfortunately couldn't join us? Yes, yes. Actually, uh, I would like to say, Neil, uh, that uh, all these things had started like two days ago uh, when a small group was uh, waiting there in their tents in this Gezi Park that Mitrande just mentioned, and uh, people were just sitting there peacefully and just, uh, you know, just standing against the government's demolishing the park. Uh, and then what happened was, two days ago, uh, by 5 a.m., the police attacked brutally and burned their tents. People couldn't get their bags. And uh, this was like, this was the call, actually. And then we here, as the Zeitgeist groups and TVP groups, we here uh, just gather up and we just uh, went there yesterday. And we had cardboards. There was too many famous people, too many popular people, singers, uh, actors, actresses, and it was, again, a peaceful night. Um, and uh, we just decided to stay there on duty 24-7, and we left a couple of friends there, and the rest just went back home because today was a working day for some of us. And again, by 5 o'clock yes, uh, yesterday morning, uh, the police just surrounded the park area, and when, when people were there and when people were sleeping in their tents, they again start shooting tear gas bombs. And one of my friends who was here, unfortunately he couldn't attend the show, um, he said that he barely saved his life with the help of another fellow fellow resistor because uh, he, just, he just was uh, in the smoke, in that tear gas smoke. He was looking for his friends and he fell down when the, when the tear gas hits and another another resistor just hold him up and help him with some lemon and stuff and then helped him out there so uh this was the second call and then and then the thing just you know as you say the the hell break loose <laughs> that was what happened today and and now that that resistance for the small gezi park had turned to uh something against government and it's it's amazing. It's just giving hope. When I said happy a, a couple of minutes ago, I, I, I meant we really feel hopeful today because it's the first time I see my country, you know, holding each other like um, strongly like this. Yeah, adversity can definitely have a unifying um, effect. You definitely saw that during the Occupy protests. You had people from many different walks of life who might not have ever really interacted with one another outside of that situation, who were all now, you know, even though most of the camps are taken down, there's still a, a bond there between those people. And I think it definitely changed the, the narrative, you know, in the various countries that those protests took place. Now, um, you guys, you know, obviously we have a lot of people on this call, and I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to speak about their individual experiences. Um, Jim, did you? I know you said your English isn't very good. Um, is, 
Is there anything that you wanted to add? Uh, I ha- I can add. Uh, I'm in Cyprus, so I'm I a bit separated, but uh, we we can't uh, listen or uh, watch TV for these events. So for this protest, mm-hmm. they uh, block block the uh, media, and uh, in Turkey also, many people don't know uh, what are the things, what are they doing, or uh, are they killed any people or not. Uh, is it the police or the others? They don't know. So this is the situation, I can say. So basically, well, no, that's actually very valuable information, though. It means that, mm-hmm. you know, there's a cover-up going on, essentially, is that your government doesn't really want people to know how bad it is. Um, I was actually kind of surprised. There's some pretty decent coverage outside of your country. Um, you know, I was, uh, like I said, I was just watching the Russia Today videos, and... Um, even Fox News, I remember uh, earlier today when I was at work, they always have Fox on the TV, unfortunately. Um, but uh, they showed, you know, some of the water cannon footage you know, of these people just getting launched across the street by this water cannon, and it's just it's brutal. And I, all of this, I mean, just so that they can try to silence people that would rather that they can, till, you know, can continue to have a public park. So... Um, my heart goes out to all of you for that, for sure. Um, Thank you. <laughs> looks like we might have lost... Uh, we lost Bethander, but... Um, uh, sorry, Neil. Uh, he's having a broadcasting problem at this moment, a connection problem. He just wrote me through Facebook. Okay. Well, yeah, Well, it'll bring him back on as soon as it can. Um, Zareth, what did you want to add? Okay, uh... Sam and Jem already uh, added the major parts of this incident. I would like to add something like um, it's not. It started with small things and then became big. Uh, I think that's because uh, our government makes some major restrictions to our people, like uh, alcohol selling, uh, ban from alcohol selling after 10 a.m. I think mm-hmm. uh, something like that. There's a lot of restrictions going on lately, so. I think that's because of it, because people start to get mad at them and they would like to express it and the police attack uh, will be the last drop of, of the, how can I say, last drop of the people madness, you know, last drop of the people anger. That's right. why uh, that small incident became something big. And I hope it gets bigger and bigger so then people can understand. I just heard it today and I just went to Kuzlai Square immediately. But I was too sick already for two days, and uh, I hit the tear gas a little bit, and I start to get cough, and then I I had to return home, so I couldn't stay whole night. So I really um, support the people who are who, which are in Istanbul right now. There's a lot of uh, my friends in there, and I hope we can accomplish something. You know, thank you. Well, that's excellent, though, you know, and you did everything you could, and it's pretty obvious that things are getting really violent there, the, you know, the kind of brutality that we're seeing in this protest. You know, it's good, though, that you brought that up because you're talking about the fact that, you know, perhaps the issue of the park is only mm-hmm. one part of this issue, that there are other things going on. I did read today uh, in some of the news that was offered to me to kind of get some background on this about the uh, prohibition on alcoholic beverages, um, yeah. Yes. Yes. So, 
and I guess then the the dialogue was about you know is this about trying to make some kind of a uh, um, some kind of a uh, an Islamic based law against alcohol you know or is it just your typical uh, backwards ideas of prohibiting you know beverages? Yeah, yeah, yeah possibly. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's really uh, not a good thing. It's really not a decent thing for the thing they make in our country, like our education system, our healthcare system, our entertainment. I don't know what what they are really thinking. Um, I really don't. <laughs> well, it's. The the statists always seem to think that they can make you know they can fix things through laws. They probably, I mean the the dialogue that apparently your leader said was that he just doesn't want to see people walking around drunk all the time or whatever. But you know it's it's not really for him to decide. That's not how things get changed. But you guys all know that, or you wouldn't be on this call. Now we just added someone else to the call, um, Zethan. Yeah. Um, please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm from the, one of the university students in the Middle East Technical University Northern Cyprus campus, and uh, we just uh, did a massive pro- protest around campus to uh, this action, these events on the Istanbul Gezi Park. So, were you? Did you attend, or uh, we uh, just left the protesting in the Istanbul Gezi Park? And uh, we uh, let them to hear our voice, that the university students' voice around Turkey and the Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus. Great. Well, um, I guess uh, you were involved with some radio as well? Yeah, uh, I'm the radio DJ at the Radio Auto Northern Cyprus Studios also. Oh, excellent. Well... Um, I guess uh, we were just discussing a little bit about some of the other issues that were brought up um, that are probably in some way contributing to this, that you guys are having trouble with your government in general, um, Mm -hmm. in particular like the discussion about the the banning of... uh, Well, actually, it didn't really get into the details. If you guys could explain, what is it specifically that they're doing? Are they they trying to make alcohol illegal everywhere Uh, or just harder to get? I'm sorry. Sorry, go on, Okay, okay, you go. You go. Okay, Actually, this is not about the alcohol only, Neil. It's about. It's like we are not free to talk. We are not free. We are not free to do almost anything. Whatever you do, it's always the pressure. Uh, the 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 press is totally surpassed by the government. Well, at this moment, we are following the rights through Twitter and Facebook and. And through the international channels like like Norway TVs, because the national TVs are not showing anything, so this is the problem. Oh yeah, and I wasn't trying to trivialize it. I was just curious what the details were on what they were trying to do about alcohol prohibition, you know. Um, but yeah, for sure. If you guys are having trouble, obviously being able to turn on your mainstream, me- you know, your media, be able to share things. You, you said that they're blocking Facebook, or how is that working? They're they're not blocking Facebook. The Facebook and Twitter is online, but they're the the national media, the national press is not giving us any news about anything. Ah, okay. That's the problem. Like like today, there was almost no news on the internet pages of the newspapers. For I mean the national newspapers. Right. We did talk we, a little. We did talk a little about the fact that 
I, you know, like you guys are able to give me links to CNN and the BBC and places all over the world are reporting on what's going on in your own country and that your local media is not. Yeah, there is only one internet, one, one channel, which is uh, which is giving all the rights online, uh, the rights in Istanbul, and giving updated news about the other cities. And we are following that one. But besides that, none of the national TVs are enough for following what's going on around. Yeah, that's definitely. I definitely feel for you guys being in that situation, and more specifically. Um, it's good, however, like, that's something else when we talk about that, you know, is that, you know, it is saying here that you were able to make use of social media in order to be able to, uh, you know, facilitate these protests. And I'm, I'm also glad to see that, you know, at least you do have that avenue to be able to reach out to people or even like this, you know, this episode of V Radio wouldn't even be possible um, if it weren't for the media, you know, for your, for your ability to get into social media. So mm-hmm. um, I guess then the question would be... Um, what do you see happening next? Where you know, where does this go from here? You know, is the protest going to continue? And you know, do you see it getting any bigger? Can I? Think uh, it will get bigger in weekend. Okay. Because uh, I just heard it today, and I believe a lot of people are going to heard about it in the weekend, and uh, the squares will going to be more crowded in that weekend. So I really have high hopes about that. Yeah, uh, also, this is not only in the Istanbul that where the process happened, it's all around the, on Turkey and the uh, Turkish Republic of Northern Cyprus also. Um, I am just receiving some, some updated news uh, through social media, and as far as I, I understand from here, uh, the people from Asian side are now walking over the bridge to reach Taksim, and there is also another news saying that there is approximately 500 cops are ready to um, ready to come to Istanbul from Antalya by plane at this moment. So uh, from now on, it can go worse, or or the public may you know may reach its target. I don't know. I have I have no idea about what's going to happen next. We, we we'll we'll all see it tomorrow. I mean today. Yeah, today. CNN says uh, it will spread uh, like uh, uh, the whole uh, the whole country. So after one week, maybe I think. Now I have to ask all of you guys kind of a, a direct question, and obviously we'll have to organize it and make sure that you know we don't all talk over top of each other. But as somebody who has been watching from the outside for a long time. Do do you all think it's coincidental that all of the various Middle Eastern countries that people in the Bush administration wanted to see destabilized are now destabilized? You know, in other words, you know, that the various countries like Syria, uh, Egypt, you know, all these countries that have things that, you know, the the upper elite of the United States government has always wanted you know, um, suddenly all of these countries are having all of this, these uprisings. Do you think that any of that could be engineered by outside forces like the CIA? Can I ask that first? Can I sure. ask that first? Well, I think it can be because uh, same pattern is going to happen in my country. So I really have high hopes about that because people really get excited. But uh, I really have doubts about what is going to be in the end because the uh, same thing will happen after the riot, after the revolution, you know. 
So I really have doubts, but in the same time, I have hopes too. So it's really complicated, I think. Does anybody else want to comment on the possibility of, you know, essentially that it's possible that there are people that might be acting against, you know, the interests of your country in um, in kind of provoking these situations? And I'm not saying you guys are doing anything wrong, but, you know, it's just interesting to me to watch that the various countries that, you know, people like Dick Cheney would have liked to have invaded are now suddenly, you know, in uprising. Uh, can I say something? Please do. Uh, I don't think uh, it's the situation because uh, when you look at the uh, uh, protest and when you look at who they protest to, uh, you say, you will see that uh, the the uh, organization that they are protesting is a neoliberal organization, capitalist organization, and they want to commercialize every cities and every uh, all the nations uh, around the world, and they are uh, very, uh, by definition, fascist. They uh, block our uh, all intellectual uh, intellectual areas, and they block our right to uh, criticize or think or to make science. Uh, so I don't think uh, this will be end. This will be end of the protest because uh, I search the internet by the way and people are marching and uh, making saying some slogans and uh, they are are different uh, in the uh, Egypt or uh, Tunisia I think it's not the same thing maybe uh, that's uh, because uh, I know uh, this place—that—that's because maybe I—I uh, I think so. No, that's a fair point, you know, and I could definitely—I could definitely see that, you know, they're not all going to be connected. Um, I just—the Syria thing is all over the media around here, and you know, it just—it's interesting to me to watch how it unfolds because, you know, the the situation in the Middle East, like when we covered it when we did that show where we had various people from the Middle East of different countries on, and. Most specifically talking about how the Internet has changed the Middle East, um, you know, but basically to have you guys in a situation where all, you know, so many of these countries, you know, have been ha- experiencing an awakening, you know, um, so that, that was kind of where I was coming with that. But uh, I'm going to try to add the, the other friend that you had brought to my attention, but um, I, they're going to have to add me because unfortunately their name is very common. I literally did a search for them and found like 30 people from Turkey with that name. <laughs> so <laughs> that won't help. Uh, Neil, uh, Neil, did you talk with people when the same incident happened in Egypt? Uh, yes, I did. People? Yes, I did actually. Um, I had somebody on that day. Uh, Gamo was his name. Um, and that was the first time around. I haven't had a chance. He did say he'd like to come back on and talk about what's going on in Hello? Egypt, but I haven't had a chance recently. But yeah. So uh, what 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 do you think about that? Do you think um, it's the same thing? The situation in Egypt, uh, I think that you know basically that it's a combination of things. Um, there, you know, I mean, obviously, like the Occupy movement proved that there's just an awakening around the world. Um, that is a lot of people kind of coming together and realizing, all right, well, we need to make some serious changes, you know. Um, but I do think. Whether or not it was orchestrated in some way, or you know maybe 
pushed along by the CIA that, if nothing else, they're at least benefiting from it. You know, destabilizing all of these countries is usually a good way to get started if you want to move on to the whole economic hitman theory and all of that. So, we'll be interesting. it'll be interesting to see what happens. The only thing I'm concerned about is that as these revolutions develop, who are they going to try to put forward to be the ones to be your solution? You know, it's a problem-action-solution theory that essentially that they will try to find, you know, a way to um, destabilize the situation, offer you an opportunity to, quote-unquote, make things better that's really not about, you know, that's really not better. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Uh, I think uh, in the USA terms, there's going to be uh, Republicans again because there's some core uh, supporters of Republicans in Turkey. Mm -hmm. So I think there's going to be them, but I don't think a lot of things are going to be changed. But uh, I think it's going to be better than before because this government is really torn us apart, you know. They really made some uh, heavy laws, heavy restrictions. So I think it's going to be better, but I don't know if it's going to be, if it's uh, like economical theory or something like that, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be better than before. And and I would like to add something about this, uh, Neil. Um, I can understand what you mean by the change, but uh, the thing with with our society is, well, this is obviously my idea. I should point this out first. Um, we may be ready for a change, but we're not ready for that kind of a change. I mean, there will of course be someone else who will come to rule again, because um, there is uh, the. the the consciousness, the conscious awareness, is not in that level for 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 a for a for a huge change to become real. I don't know if I could make it clear. <laughs> no, you you made it clear enough for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Somebody else have something they wanted to add before I go on? Okay, just thought I heard somebody starting to talk. Um, you guys, you know, are basically, you know, Turkey in, in general, obviously, um, as you said, there are going to be some changes as the world itself wakens up. And I think that the information age has a lot to do with it, which is why we talked about that earlier, you know, in my other show where we had that panel of, of you know, Middle Eastern people. But I guess uh, you, you said that you don't think that that level of change is going to be coming yet. Um, what about the average people? What about the people that are not protesters? How are they reacting to this protest? Uh, I can say something about that. Go ahead. Uh, I watch uh, a lot of uh, videos uh, in protest, and I, I saw uh, the average. I, I saw a lot of average person. For example, uh, some little sailors uh, yell yell against uh, police, and they say. I don't protest, but you attacking me also. Uh, that's why uh, I don't think you're a good uh, governor uh, in the context. Uh, so I think that uh, the power uh, power of love uh, that our government has uh, lead them uh, to a direction that they cannot controlled because uh, they have a lot of greed and uh, they want to they want more money actually 
that's why uh, they can control all the situations. Uh, that's why they uh, they go too far. And uh, for example, uh, I checked uh, my environment, my social environment, and I saw that normally uh, some people uh, don't against uh, our government uh, become against. Uh, I actually uh, realized that. Uh, for example, some apolitic person. Uh, there's a, a lot of apolitic person in Turkey, uh, especially in my environment. But I realized that they are changing because they realize that something is wrong. And this something, uh, this some knife, uh, become true, uh, true, Uh, close to them. That's why uh, I think uh, maybe this government uh, gonna fall. Uh, that's for sure because uh, tons of people, thousands of people are marching uh, to the areas, and they they cross the bridges that normally uh, for cars, you know, automobiles. Mm -hmm. Normally, you can't walk over there, but they walk. They will walk. Uh, I think it's a it's a happy thing because uh, there was a, a really annoying uh, silence uh, in our environment, uh, especially for a twenty twenty years. Uh, there was a disgusting silence around around our nation and with this protest with this uh, global protest uh, in this zone uh, we have a, a hope for changing for maybe revolution well that's excellent and I guess this is always where it starts is it has to come from people who are brave enough to stand up and be able to bring attention to the fact that there's something wrong you know I think that Uh, frequently, you know, on this planet in particular, people are very good at being quiet and pretending that everything is okay when it's not. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Charlie Veach's work, but, you know, he and a friend of his would just go in England and, like, one of them would hold up a sign that says everything is okay. And it was not long before the police or other people in the area would start taking notice of the fact that somebody's holding up a sign that says everything is okay. As ridiculous as that sounds, it was the the fact that he was bringing attention to the fact that everything is not okay, um, you know, just through a subtle irony. Um, but essentially, I guess, you know, I wanted to talk, you know, you guys, you talked a little bit about, you know, just uh, what average people are saying. Uh, were, was there any opposition to your protest from the actual citizens? Like, were there any people who were like, you need to cut this out, it's silly, or, you know, anything like that? Uh, very little uh, groups of people uh, had attacked uh, the protesters, but very little. Generally, uh, police are at attacking, and also already, uh, I can say some uh, army forces uh, are uh, getting the opposite position to police. So there is a uh, maybe separation uh, in the government itself. <coughs> And uh, this protest is very important, I think, because, uh, you know, uh, in the 
capitalist modern countries uh, such as Turkey or America too, USA, uh, they are uh, pretending that there is a freedom and uh, everybody can make uh, his voice. There are no dictators around there. This, this is their uh, propaganda. And with this protest, uh, we say that uh, people on the street that are not um, some marginal groups, you know, they say marginal groups. Uh, 3,500 people uh, in their eyes, marginal group. What do you say about that? <laughs> and when thousands of people getting around the street with children, uh, some religious people, anarchists, socialists, and social democrats, and some other people, uh, you know, age, ages people, everybody, students, doctors, even, uh, I can say that, you know, uh, money is really important in our society, but uh, uh, since this protest started, uh, some uh, medicine centers give uh, free medicine to people. But it, this is not government, this is a private sector, you know? And, uh, for example, if you are a lawyer, you uh, defend uh, a person that you don't uh, know and you don't accept some money or a doctor. Uh, I realize that this is happening. And this is a really important change, I think, because connections uh, are growing in the society. Uh, they, people uh, realize that there is no environment. The city itself, it's uh, people. We are belong to this uh, terrain. We are not uh, some external beings, you know? For I sure. think they realize that. And also, I want to add something. Uh, you know, there is a big uh, fanatic of sports around the Turkey, football, you know? Right. Uh, some, they worship football, okay? Uh, this is uh, another a stupid thing, but I see that uh, the very uh, various of people that uh, is enjoying uh, to view the football shows are coming to the protest. You know, they are uh, becoming a member of protest, and this is another uh, dangerous thing to status quo. What about the generation uh, before, like, uh, say, for example, your parents? How are your parents reacting to your, um, your families reacting to your involvement in these protests? Let me ask some of the other people on the call. Uh, Zethan, um, yeah, I know that you, know, you said that you're in a different area, but, um, you know, yeah. how does your family react to these protests? Uh, actually, my family doesn't know yet uh, about our protests and uh, the stop, mm. but uh, if they know about it uh, right now, they will support us to continue because they really uh, want to. The they really want to. The, this protests are over, and uh, this will be a better place in Turkey after uh, this protest. That's excellent, Sam. Well, uh, my parents are not living in Istanbul. They are in another city where there is riots as well. Uh, when I talked to them, they were anxious, but um, 
well, my, uh, I am old, so my parents are old, but uh, what my mom told me was uh, just be careful. We are supporting you, but just, just watch yourself, she said. And, and she added, if the army, you know, if the army joins the resistors, then maybe I'm thinking taking your father out. <laughs> that was what she said, actually. But, you know, they're they are over 60, 65, so um, I can understand they're anxious. But uh, my, my parents are supporting. Excellent. Um, Zareth? Well, uh, my mother lives in Australia, but she is supporting uh, the riot. But she said, just stay out of it. She don't want me to get involved because people really get hurt in that. But I think uh, I'm going to uh, today too. Uh, but my father, I haven't reached him yet. He may be in the resistance, maybe in the riot, or he might be sleeping because I know he, he don't like that government too. So I'm I'm not sure what he's doing right now. I'm just waiting for a few hours to pass. So I call him and ask if he's okay or not. What about you, Jim? Uh, I'm in the Zirat situation. So in at the same situation, uh, I'm in Cyprus and uh, my family is in Istanbul. Uh, all of my family. So I'm worried uh, for them because uh, I couldn't talk uh, before. I talked before. So yesterday I talked with them, and I don't know uh, whether they are uh, nice or they are good or bad. So it's really bad for me. So is it just you're not going to be able to reach them, or is like something being done to prevent that? Uh, no, I think they are sleeping. <laughs> the thing, <but laughs> well, that's much that's much less insidious than I was concerned. So that's good. <laughs> so um, in the uh, in the afternoon or uh, I don't know morning, I can talk. It's it's nice. <laughs> Excellent. Well, yeah. Mithander, uh, did you have any uh, comments in regards to like people that you know, your family, people that are close to you, and what their view of the protests are? Okay. Uh, my family is very uh, excited about uh, this protest, and they they. Talk all all the night about. They watch TV. They uh, talk about this, and they call some other uh, their friends. And I'm very happy for this. And uh, generally, they they don't uh, they don't like to be very uh, against uh, status quo. But with this event, I think they saw uh, there's a, a big audience. There's a big uh, joiners uh, with this organization, and they become uh, a situation that maybe uh, there is all wrong, they say. And uh, I want to add about the television thing. Uh, I I uh, look at the television and the, all, all the channels. There is only two channels uh, that are actually... Uh, broadcasting the events uh, and the others, others, uh, 13 channels maybe, 13 channels, no, 30 channels, I think. Uh, for example, I will uh, see, I, I, I will uh, tell you about that. For example, uh, gold is rising or uh, Miss Turkey uh, 2030 or 
you know, the beauty contest. And, uh, for example, there was a news about our uh, president uh, had a gift uh, horse. <laughs> they, they always, for example, there was a, a food program, you know, how, how you make uh, food. And uh, I, I'm very thinking that the, they are doing this uh, in purpose. And this is a real engineering, and I'm I'm very all the time I'm very surprised that uh, average people don't recognize this because they think that if you don't uh, if you don't uh, hit them uh, they are free, but uh, there is a mine engineering around here. Uh, they block our communication our uh, chance to reach real uh, truth. Yes, this is my opinion. Yes, uh, actually I heard about the, the jammers around the protesters. They, they can't, uh, the other channels that who are against the, the, the government right now, they can't uh, do live uh, connection because there are jammers on the protest areas. So they're literally just, you know, they don't want anybody to see it. You know, I guess the the thing is, though, is, is that you should look at that on the positive side, and that means that if they're going through all of that effort, you must be doing something that frightens them. Um, you know. Yes, exactly. So, exactly. you know, let that embolden you. And I'll tell you the same thing that I told some of the Occupy uh, Wall Street protesters is that as sad and unfortunate as it is, um, that terrible things happen to protesters every time they injure one of you they show exactly who the bad guys are and that's the reason why it's important to be a non-violent protester that's how it worked for Gandhi it's how it worked for Martin Luther King is you know if they're going to be fascists you know if they're going to be an, an evil government then let them behave like one and the more they hurt you the more they hurt themselves you know, the more they hurt you, the more they expose who the real, you know, evil people are in this situation. And so take heart to that, that the more brutal they are with you and the more peaceful you are, you know, the the more you actually have a victory. It may not feel like it when a police officer who's been ordered by a fascist state is pushing you around. You know, you might think you're losing, but the reality is people are watching. You know, they're watching what happens to you, and then they will see who's, fault, who's really at fault. And that's actually how these revolutions grow. You know, the more that they push at you, the more they expose themselves for what they really are. And that's what you need. Can I add something here, Neil? Go ahead. Uh, actually, um, I totally agree with what you said. And plus, I would like to add that uh, what happened for the last two days has uh, helped us see uh, who was supporting whose side. So uh, today, while the Turkish army and most of the other um, other people who own businesses around Taksim area was helping the re resistors, while some of them, including some very well-known brands, were just shut their door and uh, just hesitated to help people. So uh, 
maybe uh, we should uh, we should say that we are really very thankful uh, for those who helped us today, and they were also risking their lives as the resistors. Uh, all the doctors who go there voluntarily, all the lawyers, all the attorneys, uh, we, we kept sharing their phone addresses through social media. Thousands of people share everything, and some of the bars had... Uh, had gave access to their wireless links because of the jammers. People couldn't reach, couldn't use uh, their mobile phones. So most of the places had uh, had just removed their passwords of wireless, so people could use it. So it was a, it was amazing. It, it's just happening for the first time. And can I add something? Please do. Uh, back to the theory of uh, what you said about uh, are these protestings are engineered. Uh, I want to uh, say uh, some things about that. If you uh, research about our government, uh, you realize that, for example, we are very good with the USA, with the Obama, and we are very good with the NATO, uh, you know, NATO. And we are uh, very good multinational companies. Uh, we are very good with all bad guys. And we are... In, in Turkey, uh, we have very headquarters, uh, military headquarters around uh, uh, all the nations. And also, plus, uh, some Syrian terrorists are uh, living in Turkey. Do you know that? Our government uh, protect Hello. them. Allow them. Allow them to leave, leave actually. Doesn't uh, surprise me. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, this is illegal to open a Turkish flag and say something that you want to say right now. Uh, but the terrorists, they can do anything uh, without the, the police arresting or something like that, you know. And this is really disturbing right now for the Turkish nation. That's essentially what it is that I would say. I'm not saying by any means stop protesting. I'm not saying by any means... You know, not to continue to do things to reform your countries. I would just remember the different things that have happened in in the past when big-time capitalist countries like the United States have taken an interest in Middle Eastern countries that they would just absolutely love to control, you know, and then find ways to essentially be provocateurs, find ways to um, manipulate people into accepting leaders that are more friendly to, you know, the interests of corporations you know, um, essentially masquerading, obviously, is our government. You know, if you guys have a good, you know, Turkey has good relations with the United States, then that's great. Um, there are a lot of other countries... I don't think it's great. Oh. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying in that in that they're not, at least currently, anyway, trying to fight with you guys. That's what I'm getting at. Um, Why they fight? Why they fight? Uh, you do everything that uh, USA said in the Middle East or in the country. We are commercialized everywhere. Why why they hate us? There is no reason. Well, they're definitely not going to But they but they hate Cuba. <laughs> well, they're definitely got well, just like uh, the economic hitman said it's like I said them, you know, they didn't like that yeah. very much in the United States. When you guys say things like, you know, we'd like our our parks to be for us and not for anyone else, you know, as in for the people, not for, you know, not for, you know, money-making ventures. You know, they they think that's very dangerous thinking because it means that they're not going to be able to come over into your country and manipulate you with money, and that makes them very nervous because they put every the, all of their power is is caught up in money. 
you. Um, so I know it's very late where you guys are at, and some of you need to go to bed, and so do I. But I want to say, you know, as this is evolving, uh, please don't hesitate to get in contact with me. And, you know, if you want to do more reporting about this, you know, I did a couple of shows about Egypt. And now that some things are happening in Turkey, you know, understand that, you know, I can say at least as myself as a member of Occupy Detroit, you know, in solidarity, you know, my heart goes out to all of you and stay safe. You know, do everything you can to, to wake people up. And just remember, you know, as much as you may ever get tempted to be violent, don't allow that to happen because it will it will only give them fuel for their propaganda that they will use eventually to try to convince everybody in Turkey that you're all just a bunch of, you know, angry teenagers or whatever they're going to, you know, call you or even worse when they start labeling you terrorists, that's when you know you're in real trouble. Yeah, you're right, Neil, you're all right. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to thank you all for coming on tonight. Um, thank you. No problem. You. Please Thanks, stay in Claire. touch. And, um, you know, as I said earlier, if anything new comes up and you guys want to talk about it, don't hesitate to come on. And, you know, you should consider getting yourself, I don't know if you can get them, but a, a little video camera. There's lots of them. You know, like I got mine for under $100. Um, you know, get a hold of one. You can get them. They're about the size of phones, or you can get phones that do it. But I like mine because it's waterproof. And it's uh, shock resistant, so I bought it specifically for filming protests. <laughs> it means that it can't be ruined. So, um, but all the little videos that you saw me put up on um, my my YouTube channel were taken with this little camera that didn't cost that much. You know, get some video of your own because you know that they're only going to put certain things up, you know, in the media. So. Um, Thank you guys all for being on tonight, and thank you everybody who tuned in tonight to V-Radio. If this is your first time listening to V-Radio, please check out my website, v-radio.org. And if you go to the archive section, you can find a lot of great shows, including one of the shows that Mathander was on um, in regards to that panel I kept talking about in regards to the Middle East. Um, And you guys are all welcome back anytime. Thanks again for your help. Thank you very much, Neil. All good today. All right. Uh, Neil, uh, I hope we can talk after all things uh, are done. Yeah, I can because actually. Because it's just too new. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can talk to you guys off the air too. Just let me go ahead and end this broadcast. Thank you, everybody. I'm going to leave you with some words from Jacques Fresco and Roxanne Meadows. This is okay. Roxanne Meadows. And this is Jacques Fresco. And you're listening to V Radio.